Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Feel the music in the air. Find a song to take us there. Oh, God, this thing on? How embarrassing. Hey there, how's it going? So, obviously, I'm not a beach boy, but I am on your radio, so to speak. I am Jamie Rodriguez, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Welcome, y'all. And today, guys, we have a band that is going to sound new to you. You're not going to recognize the name, but write it down, tattoo it on your wrist, put it on the posters, because in six months, guys, this is going to be all over the place. Good Terms Band, everybody. We welcome the Good Terms Band. They are a quartet based out of California, uh, composed of Ivan Berry, Gio Botello, Zach Boucher, and Brian McShay. Really an amazing, an amazing group of guys. I mean, you guys will see in the interview how funny, down-to-earth, and talented they are. But look, guys, uh, this is the kind of band that the world needs right now. That's what I say. Uh, Their new single, Wither Away, just came out this past week, and it's already blowing up a bunch of playlists and a lot of charts. Um, And yeah, guys, the band is very intertwined in the musical DNA of some of our favorite bands and some of the friends of our show. Uh, Like, for example, Brian Robert Jones, friend of the show of uh, Vampire Weekend. Really, really good friends with them. They come from the same musical and geographical place. Katie Gavin, same musical tree. Um, Ren Farron, Naomi McPherson, you name it. All these friends of the show, If you, you guys like it and you guys will love the Good Terms Band. But yeah, guys, I mean, buckle up for a fantastic, hilarious interview. They're going to talk to us about um, the history of their band. They're going to talk to us about their influences. Brian McShay is going to tell us about his love affair with Green Day. Gio Botello is going to talk about, you know, how much he loves mixing and the projects he's done. This is a fantastic band, guys. And I encourage you to listen to Wither Away to get that uh, kind of that that take for what they're about. Um, they are also going to be releasing more singles. So buckle up because, yeah, they are on the up and coming, guys. The Good Terms Band. And guys, welcome to the show if you're new. We encourage you to sign up for our newsletter at jrodconcertpodcast.com where we do send a weekly list of five new songs that you should know. Uh, Wither Away, hint, hint, may or may not be in this one, in the latest one. But anyway, guys, welcome to the J-Rod Concerts Podcast. Yeah, no, 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 it's good. You guys are squeezed in there tight, but it works. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do the bed corner. Here we go. Nah, this is great. Do some forced perspectives. So awesome. I, oh, oh, my God. We can, we can snuggle. It's all good. Look <laughs> at that band, guys. Let me just look at you. Look at that compound. That band compound. Oh, it's great. The, the good terms band. The good thing is we're all so different looking, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we have a lot of diversity in this band. That was, a big, that was a big, uh, no. No, guys, the good ter- guys. That's the kind of band the world needs right now. What you guys, what, what we're looking at right now. You guys look cool. Good Poor terms, man. Looking white guys. I yeah. love that. That's exactly what we need right now. Absolutely, <laughs> exactly. You know, it went too much in the other direction. So we yeah, need to exactly. We gotta push the genre forward. <laughs> push the genre forward. Oh, 
Oh, guys, that's great, man. Oh, but guys, first of all, your new single, Wither Away, it's coming out real soon. What a great, great stuff, guys. Congratulations. Great, great song. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So let me introduce you guys to my audience because the name may seem new, the good term spent, but these guys, Ivan Barry, and if you don't mind, like, raising your hand a little bit, Ivan Barry, Gio Botello, Zach Fouché, and Brian McShay, very interwined in the musical DNA uh, of some of our favorite bands that we've had on the show and, 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 and of everything. So um, actually, let me put it this way. Sometimes in, in sports, people say, oh my God, like the coaching tree. You know, Bill Belichick comes from the coaching tree of Bill Parcells or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you guys come from, a co- from like the coaching tree of, you know, Katie Gavin, Naomi McPherson, mm-hmm. you know, Brian, Robert Jones, Vampire Weekend, stuff that, we, that our show gravitates to. So great tree. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Brian is probably the Belichick in that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll happily be Josh McDaniels or something. Oh or my god. Some, like ridiculous football trivia, then I'm your guy, but I would Dan Marino. <laughs> <laughs> oh guys, that's hilarious. So you guys describe yourself uh, as you know your friendly neighborhood emo band, which sounds like Mr. Rogers grew a mohawk or something, but how would you how would you describe your band to to our audience? How would you describe it? I mean, I'm writing down Mr. Rogers through a mohawk. Real, real quick, <laughs> that might be how I do from now on. Yeah, we were gonna say royalties on that. <laughs> um, I don't know, Ivan. You, you've you've had a good explanation for this. Um, I mean, I don't know. Our band is just like like five best friends, four best friends, kind of a thing. Um, yeah, it's it's just been a long time coming. Uh, all of us have been separately involved in seemingly a billion different projects um and all like all sometimes all like different configurations of us at the same time but never all on one project and this is the kind of the culmination of that yeah Um, and it's yeah it's a long time coming yeah absolutely absolutely and the description for your news for your new song wither away is quite strong actually you know it's uh you guys Describe it as born out of the desperation we felt from wasting our early 20s living lifestyles that routinely depleted our creativity and inspiration. We were tired of following a monotonous way of living and ached to feel passionate about our lives again. You know, did each of you have these realizations separately? Those are, those are mature, brave fucking words, you know, like to say, fuck it. Let's, let's go after what we like. Uh, I mean, thank you for saying that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that is definitely how we feel. I mean, I would say I probably had the most severe experience of, of us, but uh, you know, we were all at kind of like a weird place in our lives when we started to kind of do this. Um, like we all kind of, all of us went to school for some sort of, uh, you know, musical profession of, you know, a kind of like a B professional in the music industry. And, even, and we still do, you know, that in varying degrees, but I think it all kind of hit around the same time that it's like, this is nice, but this isn't the pinnacle. Like I'm not, you know, like I got like a desk job and it was like, that's something that I thought I wanted for a really long time. And, you know, a couple months into it, I was like, all right, this is fine. I'm paying rent. I need that. Like, that's important. But, you know, it wasn't fulfilling that like inner part of me. That was kind of the reason that we're doing this in the first place, just to have that thing where it's like, I don't want it to feel like a job. I mean, I'm down to work hard at it and make it a job, but I don't want it to feel like, this is something that like I hate doing and it was starting to become that. And this was kind of the escape to be like, this is what it's really all about. You know, like yeah. just being able to, you know, not only are these guys my best friends, but they're also like three of the most talented and smart people that I know. And 
not only just having that, but also the fact that we can just, you know, bullshit with each other and it's kind of effortless. Yeah. Just make the whole thing better in so many ways. Yeah, that's what it looks like on your, on your music videos and stuff, that you guys are just having the best time. <laughs> now we are. Yeah. Yeah. When, we, when, we, when we got together, we, like, I think we came together because we just were writing together for fun. And it was kind of all about the same, um, a lot of it I think, was about the same topic of, of the doing the thing that depletes your creativity and makes you feel empty and, and realizing you need to change that. And I think that's kind of what made us be like, oh, we should start this band and also we should change this about our lives for real. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad it's coming through in the music videos because it is. Yeah, it, that's the kind of life I want to live and promote. Listen, guys, that takes balls. You know, everyone, everyone wishes they could do that. And now with COVID, people are having these realizations and it all boils down to that. People just want to like chase their dreams and their passions and many well, can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys. Um, so, you know, listening, to, listening to, to your stuff, guys, it's very, um, it's very retro, but it's very fresh at the same time. It, and, and what I like is it, it avoids, I know you guys use probably Pro Tools and you use stuff, but it doesn't sound like it. Uh, it sounds like, like you just kept it emo rock. So I'm just curious, if, was there any pressure of you guys to like add any of the shit that's relevant now? Like, oh man, like we should put some synthesizer in there. You know, like, like the weekend's doing, you know, like, exactly. Like, was, was there any pressure to like, just like embellish it like that? Or did you just like, you know, kept it clean? Um... I I think a lot of um, what we try to get from from our music is just to kind of preserve that like we just wrote this in a fucking basement because like we just wanted to and I think at least for me tapping into this project was a lot of like trying to get back into that version of myself of just kind of like the like our biggest aspiration in high school was like oh my God, what if we play the Worcester Palladium with four years strong? Like, and like, that was the main motivator. Like, it wasn't like, I want to get on this Spotify playlist. I want to get here. I want to make this amount of money. I think like so much of the hype um, about punk, at least when we were growing up, was just like, like playing great shows, like playing sick shows. Mm -hmm. Like, and then hopefully you get to like, make some badass merch because like that was fucking <laughs> funny shit yeah. and then like and then like everyone having that moment in the set where it's like oh this is like that fucking breakdown that i wrote and like and like i get to like flip out and like i get to like do a stupid spin you know what i'm saying like i think <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. so much of the ethos of the record was just like trying to tap into that and just doing something to just fucking do it rather than like yeah. I need to pres- I need to like this is for like my my financial well being like we need to like yeah. get to this Spotify level whatever I think yeah. sonically speaking it was just we wanted to sound like it just came out of a of a garage or like my parents basement you know yeah and, yeah so my dad cheated on my mom and, <laughs> and my basement is now an Airbnb but like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like so right, I think sonically right, right. speaking. I didn't, I certainly didn't feel any pressure to make it a certain, uh, sound like a certain thing or like add sense because of, uh, this influencer fucking loves sense. So we got to put that in. So I, I think, I think a lot of it was just us trying to preserve that like fuck it mentality of like being in high school. I love it. I love yeah. it. And that, that is timeless guys. Like, you know, you can't fake that. Like some of the bands you love, Green Day, Fall Out Boy, Blink-182, like that's part of what makes it so authentic and, you know, timeless. So uh, you guys mentioned that you've been entangled musically for a long time. 
<laughs> uh, Gio and Zach, I want to ask you guys. You guys have been friends since the first day of college, basically. A, a bromance, if you will. I want to ask you, how did you guys connect? Like, was it like locked eyes across the room? What was like, what was, how did it happen? Honestly, a little bit. So, Gio's last name is Botello and mine's Boucher, so both B.O. Um, I didn't know that was part of it. <laughs> so, your your so, friendship basis is on the first no, two it, letters it, of a last name. Classic alphabetical we fact. <laughs> we were in the same peer advising group because they just did it by alphabetically by last name. Mm. And this dude was wearing these like large Nike like dunk shoes, like the high tops with skinny jeans and a bright nice. blue shirt and this like dumb hat that he looks <laughs> like a kid from my high school named Zach Durkich that I fucking hated. <laughs> and I saw on his shirt, his name was Gio, and I was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> and then as soon as we were leaving the class, I heard him talking to some other kid who was wearing a shirt, and he's like, oh dude, you like XYZ band, XYZ band. And I turned around, and I was like, oh dude, I fuck with that band. And then we immediately were just like, Oh, you live on the fifth floor? Oh, you're 506? I'm 504. Let's go. Like, we just had that, like, immediate connection. And then, yeah. I mean, we've done, Gio and I have done a million things together. Um, we lived in the same room in college for three, three years. years. Yep. <laughs> uh, after, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, after everyone was like, oh, we should be adults and move into uh, move into our own room, Gio and I were like, nah, let's have loft beds with our desks. <laughs> <laughs> You're like stepbrothers with Will Ferrell and, uh, and the other guy. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we all go back really far. Ivan and I went to high school together. Um, yeah. And I've known him. And middle school. And middle school. Yeah, I met him when we were in jazz band in seventh grade. Nice. I was in seventh grade, he was in sixth grade. You can believe this guy is younger than me, even though he's twice as big as me. Um, <laughs> kid, as we affectionately call Brian, uh, huh. was, I was a camp counselor at this like random music camp. And wow. I was the counselor for it like, in high school. It's like a little NHS, like get your hours kind of thing. And this dude was a student. He comes in and he's like playing as good as me. I was like, oh fuck, I need to go practice. And that was just the- <laughs> I was like, like 12 or 13. Yeah. Extremely cringy middle school era <laughs> of myself. Yeah. yeah. That's the beginning, and we've just we've been doing it all together ever since. Yep, hysterical. That's ooh. was Zach obsessed with vinyl since camp, or not yet, or was that like a later phase? <laughs> that, that grew later for that sure. Grew later. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I think we can all admit that it's grown out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta ask you guys. Okay, so three of you played in a wedding in a wedding band. I found that fascinating <laughs> in college. I found that fascinating, guys, because. Listen, don't, don't worry, guys. You guys are going to be the coolest band, like, in six months. You guys are going to be selling out arenas next year. It's, it's okay. It's okay. But, but, I, but, I, but we, we, the world needs to hear this, this story. It's about playing in a wedding band because it's so fascinating to all of us. Like, what kind of crazy shit did you see, like, playing wedding bands? Like, what is that like? Oh, man. I mean, cool shit or just gross? Just whatever, band? man. Like, because you, you... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't remember any... I don't remember I, I've definitely crazy. seen some uh, some consenting adults <laughs> in the corners were yeah. not totally like probably knowing that I could see them, but everyone else couldn't see them and probably just didn't care that I could see them because right. I understood I'm just a musician. You're on stage. It, it, honestly, yeah. it might but have just been a few time. times we're just like looking down, I'm like, dang, dude, I can see all of that. <laughs> yeah. So there's um, that. There's that side of things. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Was our, that was our job in college. We all had overlap. Brian and I, Brian actually replaced me in the band. We had some mm-hmm. overlap gigs too. I think we probably did a couple where like one of us was the fake keyboard player or something. Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> I think but, I did like three of those. Yeah. 
Nice. So that was like our job. So I guess in terms of college jobs, it would yeah, be. Yeah, no, it's valid. Absolutely. A wedding band, a lot of things worse. And honestly, it made all of us better and mm-hmm. at our instruments and kind of made us pros at first. But it is a soul-sucking experience if you do it for too long. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're, you're two years, kind of get your chops, do it. It's great. But after that, it's just like, oh, man, this is. I used to, yeah. I used to, re- I used to really love a lot of songs, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but once you play September for the fucking 86th time, damn. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm oh. fine with September. Hey Ya is the one that's Oh, like, hey, yes. oh, oh my God. God. No. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so, so like, t- like, because you've heard that song hundreds of times. Sure. We, we learned the song and then played that song to people who didn't care to hear that song yeah. for <laughs> hundreds of times. Hundreds but, of times. That being said, it was it was a, a, a fucking good time. It was unbelievable. Had, yeah, it was a grind, but you know we did we did what we had to do at the time. Unbelievable that people still request that song. Unbelievable. So um yeah, Brian, l- l- let me ask a couple questions to you guys individually. Let's start with Brian. How important is it, for example, what kind of, I've always wanted to ask to, to a talented guitarist this, and I, you know what, this is for the first time I remember in time for the interview. How important is it, for example, what brand of guitar you play? Like, could I hand you any guitar and you could make music, or is it like that specific? If it, any guitar, almost any guitar can work. Yeah. Uh, some, so there are some guitars that, I don't think it's a brand thing, though. I think it's just some guitars are unlucky. Dude, but, he's trying um, to get you to get this endorsement. Endorsement? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, I play Gibson guitars. <laughs> so if Gibson, if you guys want to... So remove that. Yeah, it's Gibson. <laughs> I, I don't play Ernie Ball guitars, but I would really... <laughs> but for real, it doesn't matter. You know, uh, there are some good brands. There's some... Um, especially if you go, like, small. I mean, like, the big brands like Gibson are fun. But, like, if you know a guy who makes a guitar, that's going to be the best guitar. That's awesome. Um, but it also doesn't matter. Like you can play on an unplugged piece of crap and still figure out how to, you know, play all your favorite songs and often do and how yeah. to play good songs, you know? Interesting. Uh, no, Brian, let me also ask you about, um, about your, um, your young fandom with Green Day, I guess. Uh, you mentioned that, you know, uh, American Idiot was an important album in your, in your de- development, the Boulevard yeah. of Broken Dreams, all this stuff. Tell us a little bit about how, how you know, Billy Joe and all of them influenced kind of like your style. Um, well, this is a super serious, dramatic story. When I first heard Boulevard of Broken Dreams, it was me and my, my childhood best friend, Jacob. Yeah. I still love. Um, but after that, I, was, I, I didn't know that I was going to be moving that summer. And I lost all of my friends. Mm. So I, I was walking down a lonely road <laughs> when I was like 10. And I had, and I had, and the last thing, you know, Jacob and I had just, we heard this song. And so we picked up guitars to learn to play. And I got the, the, the book, like the thing that teaches you how to play the American Idiot album. Sure, sure. And, um, and American, and Green Day is a famously easy band to start with. Like you, they just have songs that are easy to learn guitar. So I learned like, almost the whole record in a few months. And then I lost my friends and I was dramatic and I just dove in. And for like a year and a half, I think the only thing I listened to or played was Green Day. Amazing. That's how, yeah, that's how it started. Well, that's, that's a good album. That's a good album. Now, Gio, let, let me ask you about this. You're a fantastic mixer. Uh, you, actually work, you actually worked with Brian on the Sideman project before. Uh, you know, I, I first heard your mix of Stephanie, good stuff, by the way, and, and now this, you know, now this good stuff. Uh, what's your favorite thing about mixing? I feel like that's an underrated part of, of, of rock bands and, mu- and music. Uh, my favorite part about yeah. mixing is probably 
the troubleshooting aspect of it, I think so much of it is like a puzzle and then like getting over like those aha moments you have, like technically speaking, mm -hmm. I think is like kind of addicting. Um, and I, I don't know, I think there's something about, uh, I don't know the energy of it, especially with, with this, with this band, like it's horrible to mix loud, technically speaking, but I just do it anyway. <laughs> so it, it kind of feels like a, a, a performance, like it's very performative, uh, I, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get to be in the song a little differently, um, having like sort of produced and played on it um, and written a little bit, uh, this one specifically. Uh, it's nice to interact with it in, in a more um, technologically visceral yeah. way, I guess. Like I think, I think that that's super fun. Uh, and, it's, and it's like another way to just get hyped. Like, oh fuck, like, like when you nail like, a, like the drum sounds and you want to show everybody. Like that's, I don't know, that's just super fun. And that was like, when I was in bands growing up, like getting mixes from like the guy down the street who you paid like $200 to. <laughs> yeah. You just love being like, oh, like my bass part in this part is sick. Or like, oh, the drum fill. So like, I don't know. I think like, it's just another way to just be like hyped on, on all of this. Yeah, so. no, you, you did a killer job. Like everyone's Thank highlighted. You. Everyone's not too much, not too little. It's perfect. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Ivan, uh, tell me about the first time you picked a guitar because you're also shredding it in, the, in, in that song. Uh, you know, how old were you? What was the first song you learned? Like, So uh, I, I played drums since I was a, 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 little, a little kid, if you can believe that I was ever little. Um, and then, <laughs> I, as Zach told you, <laughs> the, first, the first guitar I ever got, uh, my, my parents had a uh, a way of just like anytime they could get their hands on a musical instrument of literally any kind, they would just try to try to get it. And it was often like shitty hand-me-down or just like yard sale, crazy shit. And the first guitar I ever got was this, I still have it, this three quarter scale black, just awful, awful guitar it had a speaker in it and a shocker sticker on the guitar. <laughs> and there was a, a friend of a friend's guitar. He was like, yeah, I've been some music. Try this out. And so I kind of like pedaled around with it a little bit, um, learned it like I, I grew up on like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, lots of Jimmy Page and Steve Ray Vaughan and like kind nice. of old head, the typical stuff. Um, but it didn't really kick my ass until I met this piece of shit in jazz band. And I was like, oh, that's way cooler. <laughs> I was like, this is, that's, that's, fucking rad and also i don't know if you've ever tried to move a drum set around in a car before but it's <laughs> not easy um showing up with a guitar and a case and an amp in this hand you're like this is everything i need is also pretty rad um and pretty much no one wants to hear you play a song on the drums yeah ever. so um and really it should it should that. be stated that i love drums and i have especially in the last few years gotten really back into it Cool. Uh, now that I have a space that I can play in, but yeah, I'd seen this guy playing jazz, man. I was like, oh, that's, that's just like, that's sick. So, like I, I need to get into that really, really hard. And then by the time I got into, like by the time I got into high school, so two years later, like I was going into jazz band and like going after guitar instead of drums. Cause it was just like, 
yeah, this is this is my shit. I also have to add, yeah. Ivan was like the facilitator for our entire region's like just musical everything. <laughs> we grew up, the three of us grew up in like you know suburban Virginia, like just right. DC, and it was just like cu cookie cutter house, like copy paste everywhere. Right. And the one house that was not like that was this large plot of land with this farmhouse and like this extra garage that was Ivan's house. Right. That, and turned the garage into this whole jam area. So it just became <laughs> this like, I mean, imagine being like 15 or 16 and like first getting into music. And then this dude is like, oh, hey, I have my dad and I built a stage and we can come, you can come do house shows on our farm. And, and, you know, in the midst of suburbia and like getting noise complaints from all the Karens being like, Oh, it's 9 p.m. I need to watch like, <laughs> the yeah, and, right. yeah. and you know, so <laughs> so he was Ivan and I guess his family were they kind yeah. of gave me and Brian or people like us kind of a different thing to experience and be like, oh, this is what it's really all about. You mean I can just go in your garage and play an amp fully loud at 11 p.m.? Like, yeah, sounds good to <laughs> me. Okay. Don't worry, Ivan, man. Chicks love the guitar. Look at look at this guy, Brian. That's why he's so happy. Just chilling, <laughs> spilling there, man. He's like, I picked yeah. the right the right instrument. Uh, oh, by yeah. the way, by the way, guys, as a side note, like if, if you guys need to do like some sort of like mini documentary about this jazz, uh, this jazz <laughs> summer camp or something, like a video, like Blink One Eighty Two did those old school videos with the short shorts, some kind of shit like that, because that that's an epic story for another for another day. Um, Sack, yeah, I ask you about the vinyl real quick. Uh, sure. You are a vinyl enthusiast, uh, like uh, to put it mildly. Uh, I think, I, I think, I think as your as your Instagram starts catching fire, people are gonna realize that it's like going to I don't know Tower Records in the '90s or something. It's great, man. And I say that, and I say that as a compliment, dude. You have like you know Casey Musgraves, you know, with the color. You describe it, the review. It's it's really cool. Queens of the Stone Age. It's really cool stuff, man. When did this, uh, you know, thing with vinyl start? You know, how did it develop? That's great. Oh, I, you've clearly done your research. So thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> thank you for plugging the IG. Need all those followers. So um, no, honestly. By the way, it's it's Sack J at Sack J Boucher. Yes. I didn't pro yes. probably properly. Yeah. Um, the uh, so I I worked at a record label for a while. I was a music music business major in college, and kind of around the time, like I was collected CDs kind of religiously, and. Well, G and I's for, well, really all of our friend Colin, when we were in college, he was like, I don't know anyone who buys more music and also steals more music than Zach. And that's just <laughs> kind of like my vibe. I've always just been like, if it was illegally downloading, I would do that. But then also buy the CDs I supported, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then kind of around the time that streaming became a thing, I was like, it is very stupid of me to continue buying CDs. And just like, there's no function. Like, I don't, I'm not in my car all the time. Like, I'm, you know. So as soon as I was like, I'm getting a Spotify membership, I was like, I need a new thing. And it was yeah. when I started working at the record label too. And like the guy that did all the vinyl sat next to me and we, were, we would kind of start to nerd out a little bit. And he'd be like, oh, I'm going to do this variant for this XYZ artist. And I'm like, I like this. <laughs> and I don't know, there's a, there's a collectibleness to it that is definitely like the, the adult Pokemon cards. Mm. You know, like I have all of the 150 first Pokemon cards as a five-year-old. And then now I have you know, like the most limited variant of the Year of the Knife album or some stupid thing like that. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you know, the little like collector cred for me. But it's just it's just a different way to experience it. Really, I think like what, what I try to do is if there's something, if there's a band I'm interested in, I'll pre-order it. And, you know, mm. oftentimes 
you can find it in the store too or something, but like, you know, one of our favorite bands, for example, is like The Story So Far. I'd say it's probably our collective favorite band. And I think it's probably the first time you ever listened to them or maybe you really did it was because I was, I got their most recent album, pre-ordered it and was really stoked. And it's a way to like, to be like, hey guys, tonight, like as, as though you'd be like, all right, tonight we're going to watch this movie. Like mm -hmm. everyone, we're going to turn off the lights. We're going to all sit That's in the living stuff. room. We're going to get stoned or we're going to have some drinks yeah. or whatever. And we're just going to watch this movie, but do that yeah. same exact thing for music. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're just playing it on Spotify, like, the ability to change it or pause it or do anything is yeah. so easy. And having yeah. the limitation of the medium and being able to be like, tonight, what we're doing is we're listening to this fucking thing. We're gonna, yeah. listen, we're gonna listen to the first side, go pee the, at the, when I flip or something, and then yeah. we're gonna finish it and then we'll talk about it. And it's just yeah. a way that you can like, despite the, you know, the silly collectorsness yeah. of it, a way to just like, cause you know, it does sound worse than digital, like <laughs> for sure. Wow, uh, you're get a lot of hate for yeah, that. Yeah, that was a bold You're about statement. to get a lot of hate for that. Well, it just technically does. It, it sounds I'm not, different. I'm not fucking with you. It sounds different. It's less, it's less loud and it's less compressed. And that to me is like what I like. It's more warmth and breath, but it is, yeah. Yeah, There's, yeah. It's, you just have to treat it differently. And it's on top of it being, you know, it's just, it's just a different thing and it's just a different way. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, there's that whole element, but it's really just like, how do I get my friends all together and get everyone to like experience this together and take it seriously? Like, I remember when, I don't know if you're familiar with the band Daughters, but they're like a <laughs> insane noise rock band, like melt your brain. So, uh -huh. so crazy type shit. And I remember listening to it. It was the first time I listened to a record and I like literally scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and Ivan was moving to LA like the next week. And I was like, dude, I'm getting this vinyl. As soon as you get here, we're getting stoned and we're listening to dogs awesome. and we yeah. all just sat there and just in the dark, let our brains be like absolutely destroyed. And they were like, okay, yeah. oh, dude, I really love the drum tones, you know, <laughs> and just, then just got to talk about it and be doors. Yep. And, uh, yeah. No, no, that's great, yeah. man. I feel like kids are losing that journey with the vinyl. And sometimes you got to sit through it, listen to the shitty song on side B, yeah. you know, to get to the hit, like that whole thing, man, that matters. Absolutely. Um, yeah, guys. All right. You've been so generous with your time. Let me ask you just a few more questions because Gio is itching to go make some more last minute shit. <laughs> Hold on. I can feel it. He's like, God damn it. I should turn the, the, something down or up. whatever. <laughs> Listen, man, just save it. Let it go. Uh, <laughs> okay. So you guys, you know, in, in, the music, in the music studio, it looks like you guys have the best time. But like, take us a little bit inside the music studio. Are you guys like a 50 take kind of band? Like, like, no, nah, man, Brian, we need your pitch to be a little more Adele in that one. Or like, are you guys more like, listen, like, that's good. Like, send that to the press. Like, chill. We do a lot of takes. I wouldn't say we do a crazy amount of takes. No. Because um, I've seen crazy amounts of takes. And that's like. We do bananas. an efficient amount of takes. Yeah. yeah. We, don't, we don't leave any stone unturned. But we, we also don't burn anything out. Um, yeah. that's, that's like, that's the line. We're just like. All right, let's explore every opportunity and every possibility, musically, dynamically, whatever have you. But then also, like, let's preserve the uh, spontaneity and, like, kind of whatever magic of it that we can um, without sacrificing a good performance. Um, That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, Zach, Zach produces, um, he produced most of this record, and, and all of us, like, produced bits and pieces here and there, but Zach was definitely the figurehead of, of getting this, steamrolling this album along the many yeah, years yeah. It, it's been, you know, worked on. But um, yeah, I would say that's kind of the vibe that we go for when we're in, in the that's studio. That's awesome, that's awesome, yeah. guys. And, 
and, and of course, you know, the, the song is going to be released this week. Uh, so by the time this airs, it's already going to be out. What's next for the band? Are you guys going to release like a few more singles? Like kind of what's the plan? What can you give us? What hints can you give us? We're breaking up, man. <laughs> what is done? <laughs> It's been a long, tireless journey. Yeah, we'd actually like to announce our breakup right yeah. now. <laughs> um, no, we. Uh, I mean, we're we're we've just announced the band to the world. Uh, yeah. The part. So uh, we're just gonna roll out some singles, some songs, just and kind of see what people cool. like, and just kind of take it from there. Um, people can definitely expect music from us very frequently, though. That's yeah. freaking awesome. We will Can't be wait. supplying the X content X that everybody needs. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, Brian, last question. Have you guys thought about like your live shows yet? Like, like, like have you guys thought like, man, <laughs> oh my gosh. we're going to be, we're going to be like, person to ask about that, by the way. <laughs> I, uh, like, have you thought, are we going to be like kiss, have fireworks, maybe Gio put on some makeup? Like, are you going to have Coldplay with confetti or Bob Dylan kick off the people that take phones with their smartphones? Like what's going on? What, 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 what's the live show going to be like? Have you seen Cirque du Soleil? <laughs> uh, the last yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, remember Green Day's Bullet in the Bible, like Green Day's live shows? Yeah, I hell yeah. Like a, you know, I think that band has thrown poop on stage, which maybe we wouldn't do. Maybe. But, um, maybe. but oh, yeah, holy yeah. crap, yeah, have we thought about it? I mean, I, I I'm, a live, I'm a live guy. I That's love cool, it. man. That's why I like to do so many takes, honestly, is because I just like to keep doing it. Yeah. That's, awesome. That's, a, uh, that's a great example. Billy Joe's a massive... Great guy, great performance. Oh my gosh, he's a huge, like, larger-than-life entertainer. He's a great singer. Uh, yeah. Great filmmaker can go on for hours, which I really, really admire about him. Yeah, it's a shame that we weren't able to play shows prior to this because, yeah. you know, <laughs> we, we do a good job, but this guy is a literal fucking rock star over here. Mm. Like, Crazy. like, oh, this, yeah. So, yeah, so, like, we were, it was going to be a huge component, <laughs> and then, um, and then the world shut down, and then, you know, so that changes things, but Man, as soon as that stuff's back on, or as soon as we can do a live stream or whatever, I, it's full pyrotechnics for us. I mean, <laughs> figuratively, literally, I don't really know, but you know, it's we we definitely would be like a explosive big thing. Definitely not a lazy That's show. Epic, man! Epic, guys. Can't, can't 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 wait to experience you guys live, man. Like uh, your new single, Wither Waste, coming out. This week, it's going to be out now by the time this thing airs. So check it out. Check out all the new singles that hopefully come out. But guys, what a great talk, man. You guys are an epic. We need a rock band of white guys like you in 2020, guys. Rock bands with white guys. You never awesome. hear about them anymore. <laughs> never hear. No, you really don't. But no, guys, seriously, great music. Congratulations. And we can't wait for everything. Thank you for your time, guys. Thank you so, so much. much man. Appreciate All right, man. Take care, gentlemen. You too. Bye. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.